spirit of praise in the house of today. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Amen. And look, I'm not going to have you stand alone, but this is the subject for the day. Celebrating God's goodness. How many know that God is just good all by himself? Has he been good to you? Praise the Lord. Have you seen his good hand resting upon you? Has he worked miracles in your life? Have he saved you? Have he delivered you? Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Give the Lord a hand praise while, you, while you're sitting down on today. Amen. Amen. Praise God for this praise team on today. Praise the Lord. Thank God for all the saints that are here in the house of the Lord today. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. You know, celebrating God's goodness, you know, we celebrate birthdays. Thank God for birthdays, you know. Another year, another year of longevity. Whether it's two years, five years, 50, or 90 years, we celebrate birthdays. We celebrate anniversaries. Thank God for the milestones. There's some that's been in here married, what, 46 years. Some maybe longer than that. We celebrate those days, those, that time of relationships that God has joined together. And we celebrate those things. We celebrate holidays. We, we celebrate promotions on jobs. But it comes a time we need to celebrate the goodness of God. Oh, hallelujah. His blood will never lose his power. You know, he, some of us got saved a long time ago. And some of us recently, but it's all because of the blood of Jesus. See, the Romans say, if you confess with your believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and that God has raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Some of us did that, didn't we? And what happened? He saved us. Everything changed. Everything turned around. Habits dropped off. Foul language dropped off. Going to the wrong places dropped off. You tell me God ain't good. Hallelujah. You know, and, and see, it's a cliche running around. Remember when the uh, uh, God's Not Dead movies came out? You know, and, and, and the pastor and the, and the African brother, uh, close friends, one was, they greet each other. God is good. And the other would say, all the time. <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, he's better than that. Because some people can say that and, and know the response Oh, but when you know it down on the inside, when you know for yourself that God is good and he is greatly to be praised, I tell you, it's a, it's a, tra a life transforming situation when we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to celebrate God's goodness today because God has been good to me. Matter of fact, he's been better to me than I've been to myself. You're talking about self-inflicted wounds. I got a lot of them. <laughs> but thank God he's applied the balm of Gilead. He's healed those wounds. He's mended broken hearts. And he gave me a right mind. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> he's so good. All right. You know, wow. I'm just excited, y'all. Pray for me. I was sharing with Sister Patricia, <laughs> and we'll get into the word, but Share with Sister Patricia yesterday, as we as Sandy so uh, beautifully brought out about all the events of yesterday, <clears throat> the the ministry of shoes and backpacks. It's a little bitty girl in a in a car seat. She couldn't have been but a year old, 
And so we out there trying to serve, and she just kept waving at me. She smiled, just waving. I, I turned my back, turned back around. She's still waving. I'm like, oh, man, she just wearing me out. <clears throat> and that let me know even the more that we ought to celebrate God's goodness. I believe the Lord's hand was on that little baby. Praise the Lord. So we thank God. Celebrating God's goodness. What is goodness? <clears throat> goodness is virtue and holiness in action. You know, the woman at the well, no, no, the woman with the issue of blood, she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, and he felt virtue, healing power, leave his body. He said, who touched me? Have anybody in here ever touched Jesus? Oh, praise God. Thank you, brother. Have anybody just had, have you felt that you needed a touch from the Lord? When, when, when mama couldn't help you, daddy couldn't help you, spouse couldn't help you. But you called on the name of the Lord sometime over in the midnight hour. And he comes and he touches you. He lets you know that everything's going to be all right. Next thing you know, it's morning time. <laughs> Celebrating God's goodness. We are here today because of God's goodness. We didn't, we wouldn't know, we didn't know last Thursday sitting down with uh, our dear friend, Sister Jeannie Tuggle, uh, that Sunday she'd be gone, you know. So we don't know what tomorrow is going to hold, but we know who holds tomorrow. Amen. And our God is good, and he's merciful, and he's kind, and righteous in all of his deeds. Goodness is virtue and holiness in action. God is a God of action. God's not dead, he's yet alive. Praise God. I heard the old song say, God don't need no matches. He's fire all by himself. Amen. You don't believe it. That's Moses at the burning bush. In the original language, it means that which is pleasing or valuable or useful. Oh, God. Man, he satisfies a longing soul. Thank you, Lord. The term, it, it, it even brings you to the mindset of mercy which is sometimes translated as God's loyal love for us, steadfast love, unfailing love. The same word is used of God's love <coughs> as it relates to faithfulness, to the faithfulness of his covenant. And we are covenant saints today. Amen. We're in covenant relationship with Jesus Christ, the God of the universe. Wow, God is good. You know, he looked beyond all of our faults and he saw every one of our needs. I bring it personal. <laughs> he looked beyond every one of my faults, Brother Tyrone, and he saw my needs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He, he's a way maker. <clears throat> he, he's a mind regulator. <clears throat> he's a heart fixer. Whatever you need, God's got it. And, and the hardest thing for us to do sometimes is to wait on God. But he said, wait on me. I, I, I got this. <laughs> I got your back. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm over there singing, but lost my voice already. Amen. You know, <clears throat> we're going to focus on, um, on, on uh, a familiar passage of Scripture today, uh, uh, Psalms 23. We Almost everybody on the planet know the Lord is my shepherd, right? But as I was thinking about celebrating the goodness of God, you can't help but, you know, flip through the concordance, you know, and, and, and look at your Bible and reference scriptures, and, and I saw one, Pastor Jones, that that's uh, <coughs> obscure, <coughs> Psalms 31 and 19. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Listen to this, saints. <clears throat> We're talking about celebrating God's goodness. <clears throat> oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you. Anybody fear the Lord today? Anybody have a holy, reverent respect for the Lord God today? Which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. Wow. <laughs> that about floored me right there. I'm like, wow. God, thank you. How great is your goodness. My God today. See, there's some good folks around, but ain't nobody good like our Lord. <clears throat> Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Praise God. And then I was looking at Psalm 107. The whole psalm is just so beautiful because folks was in trouble. Folks were going through trials. Folks were being persecuted. And then the scripture said, but then they called upon the Lord. And the Lord, have anybody ever called upon the name of the Lord in your distress, in your pain, in your sorrow? That's right, Brother Ron. In a time of bereavement. Oh, God is good. Brother Ron, we had been praying for Brother Ron as he, he uh, was preparing the funeral to, to, for the funeral for his mother-in-law. And God gave Brother, Brother Ron Psalms 23 to read. And Brother M.L. Wright to say this, Brother Ron, he, he called me and said, Pastor, I didn't stumble over one word. And the people was wondering, is that still the same, Ron? And they was wondering, what, what, is he on drugs? He said, no, he's in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Is, is God good or what? Thank you, Lord. And, and we begin to talk, and as we reflected on Pastor Ralph's uh, uh, birthday on this past week, and Brother Ron this morning, we was coming to church, he was saying, and how Pastor Ralph was always there for me. And encouraging me. I said, look at God. Look at God. We need to celebrate God's goodness. See, sometimes we can take God's goodness for granted. Like we just going to wake up anyhow. We just going to have food and shelter just anyhow. You know, we, you know these relationships, we just going to have them anyhow. Everything just going to be okay just anyhow. It's the Lord. It's the Lord who has blessed us. It's the Lord who is blessing us now. It's the Lord who has given us whatever it is that we have. It came from God. And so we praise the Lord today. And so uh, Psalm 107, 8 and 9 say, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for what? For his goodness. For his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies. He satisfies the longing soul. Wow. See, I guess if you ain't never been longing for nothing, you, it, it don't resonate. But when you know there's been a void, when you know that there's been emptiness and you can understand uh, uh, that he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Wow. Celebrating God's goodness. Oh, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. So in, in Psalm 23, you know, it's again. Most of us, we may have learned this psalm when we were babies. You know, uh, uh, it's a staple in the word of God, uh, in, in the hearts and minds of God's people. But, you know, sometimes we need to back up, slow down and and see what the word of God is saying, what the writer of this psalm was really going through. <clears throat> 
It says, the Lord is my shepherd. Man. And, and, and so in the Hebrew, it, it's Jehovah Ra. See, and, and, and it has the, the meaning uh, that the Lord shepherds me. My God, today. Hey, see, we, we are, we're, David is, is seeing uh, the Lord as the great shepherd, and he sees himself as the sheep. Sheep are very dumb animals. They, can, they cannot raise themselves. They cannot just be wild and just, they just go start taking over stuff. They are dumb, and they need help. They can't cut their own wool. <laughs> you know, they can't, they can't jump no fence and go, you know. They need help. How many know that we as sheep of the Lord today, we need help? You know, one of, the, one of the biggest lies that the devil have told men in particular is I can make it on my own. Is that right, David? I can make it by myself. I can make things happen. I'm the boss around here. I'm a man. See, you better, you man, you better come on down from there and call upon the name of the Lord. I, it takes a real man to say, God, I don't know what to do. But Father God, I'm trusting you. Help me, Lord. Woo. See, God has a way of humbling us to where we can understand that he is the one to be saved, to, to be praised. The Lord, he said, the Lord, and I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Do, do, do we have what we need today? I don't believe nobody in here slept under the freeway last night. Or down in the riverbed. I don't think there's nobody in here that's not loved by somebody. And by God Almighty himself. I have all that I need. My, you know, the scripture said, my God shall supply what? All of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He didn't say he's going to supply all of my wants. Mm -hmm. I want this, I want that, I got to have this, you know what? No, God supply my needs, God. And, and so he said, I have, and now this was emphatic, I have all that I, you know, it's a blessing to be able to say that. Yes, yes, yes. To learn how to be content in whatever state we're in. Yes. God, I'm content in Jesus alone. Thank you. That song said, that as they were singing, he, you are my strength. Strength like no other. Wow. Higher than mountains, deeper than oceans. Thank you, God. And so, so David said, not only is the Lord my shepherd, I have all that I need. He lets me rest in meadows, in the meadows grass. He, 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 oh man, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a safe place because as we were hearing about the prodigal son this morning, see, he was sleeping in some hard places. All his money ran out, his friends ran out. He had nothing. He probably was sleeping on the ground. But he says that David said, he lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me, he leads me, he leads me beside peaceful streams. I want to be led by the Lord. I tried my way way too long. I heard somebody say, when you tried the rest, now try the best. And you'll see that everything is going to be all right. He leads me beside peaceful streams. See, it's too much noise in the world right now. Everywhere you turn, it's negative. It's bad news. It's killings and muggings and carjackings and hatred and variance in high places. But in Christ, there's peace. Amen. Didn't Jesus say, in this world, you're going to have tribulation? Right. Didn't he say, you're going to have trouble? 
He said, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. So we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and his name is Jesus Christ. We can't lose with what we use. I'm telling y'all, I read the end of the book. We win. The fight is fixed. All you got to do is stay in the ring. Don't jump out the ring. God has already got this. God, it, it, living in a time where there's people, young people are committing suicide at a rate like never before. Where's the peace? Where's the joy? You know, so that's one reason that we as saints of God have to proclaim the word. And we cannot leave the children behind. We need to let our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren know that God is real. That he loves you. That he will protect you. That he will provide for you in your trouble. You can go to him. He is your great shepherd. He's the great shepherd of all things, of all people. So verse 3 says, he renews my strength. I don't know about y'all, but there's been times I've been shown up just weak. And I'm not just talking about physically weak. Have you ever been weak on, on the inside? You know, but also I heard in Isaiah 40, 28, he say, have you not heard? Have you not known that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he don't faint and neither is he weary. There's no searching of his understanding. The Bible tells me he gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Says even the youth shall faint and be weary and young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, yeah. ooh, glory be to God, will renew their strength. Mount up with wings as eagles, run and not get weary, walk and not faint. Oh, we ought to celebrate his goodness. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, hold my mule. Thank you, God. Verse 4 says, even when I walk through the darkest, oh God, valley. Oops. When I walk through the darkest valleys. Mm. It's some dark days ahead. It's some trying times ahead. Let's not be deceived. Our God is good and he is great. But we're in some perilous times. And we need to understand that so we can be solidified in our heart and our mind that we'll trust God. Come, come hell or high waters, they say, I'm going to trust the Lord. He said, even when I walk through the darkest valley, have anybody ever been in a dark place? Man, I'm talking about a dark place. But Jesus, he's the light of the world. So whatever we're going through, he's telling us to look up. Verse 4, even when I walk through the darkest valley, listen to this, I will not be afraid. Wow. Why? Why is he, how is he able to say at this point in his life, I will not be afraid? Why? Because he's saying, for you are close beside me. Didn't the Lord say, Sister Patricia, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That I'll be with you always, even until the end of the earth. So I don't have to be afraid. It ain't like I got all these big old guns to say, hey, I ain't scared. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no, I'm not afraid because my God is with me. Yes. David said, this God I serve is the one when the bear and the lion came after my sheep, I, I, I killed them because the Lord was with me. 
Isaiah tells us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. See, this, this, this Psalm 23 is not the David who, uh, he is the same David, but he's not the shepherd boy now at this point. He's not a teenager no more. See, he, he, he's at a place where he's gone through some things. He, he's had some good times. And he's had some hard times. He's had some heels to climb. He, he's blown it. He's made mistakes. But through it all, he see the goodness of God. He see the God that's never left him. God anointed him, blessed him, kept him. When he could have been dead, God said, not so. When he could have killed old Saul, he heard the word of the Lord said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. It, it's, it's, it's important to have a right relationship with the God of the universe. To know what he said. He's saying to us, so even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Isn't it blessed to know that God's got your back? Yes. Man, because listen, I don't know about y'all, but when I was in the world, I had to look over my shoulder. Right. Sleep with one eye open. For, if your glasses, I guess that's sleeping with three eyes open. You know, but when you come to know the Lord, you can just sleep, you can rest, you ain't got to be worried about your back because God's got my back. Thank you, Lord. He says, verse five, you prepare a feast. Now, you know, you, you go to ancient Israel and hospitality was a big thing. It, it, it was huge. You know, when, when guests would come, they would get the proverbial red Carpet treatment, you know. Uh, he says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Listen, don't get blown out of the box when folks don't like you. When folks are saying evil things about you, just give, look up and give God praise. Because what people say don't define us. But who, who do God say that I am? He, he said that I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation, a, a chosen generation. I know who I am in Christ. Praise God. We, we, you know, so we, so we don't have to allow folks to get the best of us. And like you hear somebody say, you know, they might not know the word like they should. They say, well, you're going to make me lose my salvation. You're going to make me put myself. No, no, quick. Get, don't, don't be fleshing out. Don't get back in your mind that you're going to retaliate. You take it to God in prayer. You tell the Lord all about your troubles, whatever it may be. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Listen to this. You honor me by, by anointing my head with oil. Look at the Marys who, who anointed Jesus' feet. You know, who, who for his burial and for various things, you saw the anointing where the hospitality was showing the love to those that, that, were in, that were in your presence. And how much more are we in the presence of the living God? Thank you, God. He says... You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. If you can't go to sleep at night, forget counting sheep. Start counting your blessings. Amen. Saying, God, you've been good to me. When I was down, you picked me up. When I was out, you brought me in. God, I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And when we begin to count those blessings, we say, shoot, things ain't bad as I thought they were. Because sometimes the devil will come to you and have you think that you've got so many problems that it just ain't no hope. 
But when you start thinking about what the Lord has done, you begin to celebrate his goodness. And it might be over in the midnight hour, all of a sudden you, your hands get light. Your, your hands go up, your, your feet get light. You, know, you, you, you feel some joy down on the inside because you know you're not in this thing by yourself. Because I'm telling you, this world can deal us some blows. And some of us and all of us probably are struggling with something right now. But greater is our God. Hallelujah. And he don't, he, he don't teach us to swim to let us drown. The punchline of verse, tw of, of verse 6 for in, this, in this psalm for me is verse 6. Surely. Absolutely. With, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Surely your goodness. Mm. Whose goodness? God's goodness. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell, I will live in the house of the Lord forever. King James vernacular say, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Goodness on my right hand, Ooh, mercy on my left hand will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So when I step out of here, I'm stepping into the house of the Lord. I'm stepping into the presence of God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells me in Psalm 100, it says, Enter into his gate with what? Thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord, he is good. And his mercy is everlasting and his truth endure to all generations. We live in a time when people talk about you got your truth, I got my truth. I'm telling you, no, no, there's only one truth. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Praise God. Amen, amen. And when people get to know that, the shackles begin to fall off. The chains begin to break. Darkness becomes light in Jesus Christ. Celebrating God's goodness. Psalms 27 talks, <coughs> excuse me, Psalm 27 talks about the Lord is my light and my salvation. You know, uh, who shall I fear? You know, and you get down to verse 13 because see, David had been through some trials. He'd been on the run. His life was on the line. God could have took him out a few times because of his sin. <laughs> in verse 13, he said, I would have fainted. <laughs> I would have gave up. <clears throat> I would have threw in the towel. I would have lost hope. Wow. Excuse me. He said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. What did God tell Moses at the Red Sea? What did God tell Moses to tell the people as they were afraid, they were scared to death? He said, the enemy that you see today, you'll see no more forever. <laughs> forever. Some of those things that plagued us all of our lives, God said, you'll see them no more forever. He said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We're in the land of the living today. We're yet breathing. 
We're yet loving. We're yet serving. I had fainted. I would have gave up unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But he says, wait on the Lord. Now, you know, that's a four letter word. And some people don't 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 dig that too much. That 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 W.A.I.T. The wait on the Lord. I told a sister that one time she said, I've already done that. I was like, so now what you going to do? <laughs> so you're tired of waiting. What you going to do now? But when you when you understand how good God is, when you understand the purpose and the plan that he has for your life, then this becomes alive to you. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. All right, now put your big boy pants on. You know, in Christ. See, trusting God. Is it always easy to trust God? Is it always easy to walk in faith? No. But, we, but, but when we trust God in whatever it is, we'll see the manifestation of it. We'll see that, 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 that it pays off to wait on God, to trust God. To, to, he said he'll renew our strength. Thank you, Lord. So, so he says, I would have fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall, he will, without beyond a privilege of a doubt, he will strengthen your heart. And this is what really blessed. He, he said again, I, wait, I say, on the Lord. Whenever the word of God says something twice, whenever God says something to us twice for sure, he wants us to get it. Wait on the Lord. He said, wait on the Lord now. Don't, 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 st don't, don't start leaning on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord and everything will be right. So, so when, we, when, we, when, when we get to the place where we celebrate the goodness of God, his goodness, then we, then we are his offspring. We are his children. And he began to dump on us what we have now seen in him. See, we didn't, when I was in the world, I didn't understand love and mercy and grace and, 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 and shoot, so much. Uh, compassion, communication was foreign to me. But when you know Christ, things begin to change from the inside out. You're no longer the same anymore. And so we inherit some of the attributes of him. So if you go over to Galatians 5, you'll look at the fruit of the spirit and it'll say, but the fruit of the spirit is what? Love. Now we, you know, we have gravitated to the love of God. And now guess what? We can share love with someone else. We can walk in love. Thank you, God. Love and listen to this joy. Joy comes from down on the inside. See, uh, a knowing of who your Savior is, it, it, and peace. These are the attributes of a person who's given their life to Christ. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, stickability, kindness. It's just nice to be nice now, y'all. It, it's easier to be nice than to be crazy and angry and mad all the time. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, all of these things against those things, there is no law against it. And he tells us in Romans 8, 28, for we know that all things, wow, this is pretty deep now. 
We know that all things work together for good for them who love the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose. That doesn't mean that everything that happened is good. Because some of this stuff, it ain't good. It hurts. It hurts bad. But when we can understand the word of God, that all things work together for good for them who love the Lord. Do you love the Lord today? Amen. Do you love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength? Are you sold out, sold out, going to hold out? Have you found him to be a friend that sticks closer than a brother? Has he came to your rescue not once, not twice, but multiple times? Thank you, Lord. He's a present help in the time of trouble. There's no good thing that he will withhold from those who walk uprightly. He is worthy of the praise. We need to celebrate our loving God. And that's why I'm able to say from what the word of God say, I will bless the Lord at all times. Oh, God, in the good time, in the bad time, as we prepare to eulogize our dear friend on this Wednesday, I'm saying, oh, God, oh, God, nobody but you, Lord. Send your anointing to the people in the house. That'll be saying their last respects, God. Breathe on the people. Give them hope in the name of Jesus. Mm. We know that all things work together for good for them who love God and are called according to his purpose. So, so even in the worst things, we know that God has a purpose even in that. I, I'm out of the business trying to figure out everything God does. Way over my pay grade. But I know whatever God does and whatever you allow, he has purpose behind it. And I got enough sense to know that I'm not here to stay. Not here to stay. But while I'm here, he said, occupy till I come. In short, hold down the fort. Let the world know that Jesus is Lord, that he's a savior from sin. So saints, God bless you today. Praise the Lord. Let's continue to celebrate this great God that we serve. We have not joined some entertainment center here. This, we haven't hooked up with some social club. This ain't the Elks Lodge. This is the house of God. And, and, and somebody said, I know God is here because I brought him with me. And, and we come into the house praising and magnifying the name of the Lord. And, and it's a good thing to give praise unto the Lord. You see, if you want to grow in the Lord, begin to praise him. Begin to magnify his name. Get, begin to thank God for who he is. And not so much for what I'm looking to get from him. God, you are the creator of the universe. I give you praise. He tells us in closing, he said in Philippians 4, 6 and 7. My God, be anxious for nothing. Don't be in a hurry for nothing. But by prayer... And supplication with thanksgiving make your request known unto God and the peace of God and the peace of God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding I can't figure it out but God thank you for the peace in the midst of my hurt thank you God the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. That's the word for today. Amen. Let's continue to celebrate and not just in the house of God. Learn how to worship and praise and magnify God 
in your house, in your car, at the job when ain't nobody looking. Whoop! Hallelujah! Amen. Not, not just when that check comes in the mail. Not just when everything seems to be going right, but, but God, I worship you, I praise you, I magnify you. God, this thing that's been plaguing me for so long, God, this thing that I don't see no end to, seem like it's never going to get better, God, I'm trusting you. God, I'm going to praise you while I have a voice. I'm going to give you glory, God. When I could have been dead, you said not so. God, I praise you. God, I magnify you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. This is Communion Sunday. Let's Come on, ministers. Let's, let's prepare. And, and, and uh, those who are working uh, communion today, as we prepare our hearts and our minds, as we reflect on the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we celebrate not only who he is, but what he has done for us, as we remember the agony that Jesus Christ went through for us who are sitting here today. I don't want to take that lightly. I don't want to take that for granted. Why are we here? We're saved. We love Jesus. He's transformed us. My God. My God. Paul said, I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh God, we have tapped into eternity. Our sins are forgiven. We're on our way to heaven. We're carrying the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're representatives of Christ. We're ambassadors for Christ. That's something to celebrate. We've been anointed by God to let people know that God is real. What a blessing. So we praise the Lord on today. I'm going to ask if uh, Pastor Jones would take us through communion today. Amen. God bless you. celebrate Christmas on what December 25th Easter every second Sunday in what April uh, we celebrate New Year's Day on the 1st of January do you know that we celebrate the goodness of God not just on one day a year I celebrate my birthday, you celebrate your birthday and the kids' birthdays and we have birthdays that we announce every month and we're glad for those birthdays. But the Lord, celebrating the Lord is not just on a day. We celebrate the goodness of the Lord every day. 365 days out of the year, we get up in the morning and what we say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you because you have wakened me up again to see this new day. And then we celebrate the Lord again 
in the middle of the day. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for breakfast. And now I got lunch. Oh, what a blessing. Thank you, Lord, for this dinner. And in the midnight hour, we get ready for sleep. We're celebrating him again. Four times a day, 365 years. Not 365 years, 365 days a year, we celebrate the goodness of God. He's good all the time, isn't he? So when we celebrate this communion, we are actually remembering what Jesus said to remember. He said, as often as you do this, do this what? In remembrance. Why? Because we have a tendency to forget. I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to forget. That's why I have a wife, because she never forgets anything. But we forget. And then when we look at the song we sang this morning, uh, the blood, it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. And now many of you came up with silver spoons in your mouth, so you don't know about, about that lowest place, that low valley place. I was in a place where things were dark. I remember that. And I remember that one day, it was like the light came on. And it's like I was in a dream all my life. And then all of a sudden, boom. It's like I woke up out of that dream. And I realized this is the Lord. This is the God my mom kept telling me about. That I didn't understand. My, my best friend's mom kept saying, come to go to church. I thought they would just want to waste my time. Turns out there was, there was some reality in what they were saying to us. This God that we serve. Oh my, he's realer than the stuff we see. And I've never seen him physically, have you? But how many know he's real? He's real inside me. He's real in my soul, amen? So let's look at these verses that he told us.